Hello and welcome to this bonus episode of my podcast. It's not going to be long, but I have some special guests with me at some point in this podcast. She's not going to be staying the whole thing, um, but I have a question for her. So I wanted to record a special bonus for uh, Inter- International Women's Day, which is obviously here on the 8th of March. And I'm celebrating this with other women in Birmingham never been there. I'm not recording from there. I'm recording this in advance, but I will record after event. This is the project I took part in successful, um, the stories of the successful women. And it's the book basically. Uh, 99 women took part writing the chapter. What is that successful secret or secret to their success maybe that way and and I actually paid the tribute to my mum a very personal story of mine but I think um, I wanted to really pay that honour and um, because she inspired me and I didn't tell her really because she died too soon um, to tell her but she is in my mind in my heart all the time and she will be until I die Anyway, I wanted to record this and um, I wanted to make it about, you know, how successful women, um, that successful women do collaborate with men. And maybe it's a bit provocative, but I wanted to make sure that, well, that we pay honour to the men in our life. Now, I'm not really good at that. I can admit that I didn't have a good role model uh, from my dad. I can't even remember uh, him teaching me things, maybe a little bit in physics and maths. He was an electrical engineer. And I really feel that we're going through the crisis of uh, men and what is real, their role in the um, modern society. Because quite often women are empowered they are feminist they can buy themselves flowers like Miley Cyrus sings uh, but also women can be breadwinners like they can actually work and earn more than men so I think it's about how we can collaborate and include men where we are now I absolutely understand that there are women out there who are single out of choice and you can completely do that but I also, and I also want to acknowledge that there are massive discrepancy, especially in the poorer part of the world, where women have to fit in, unfortunately, more traditional roles, and they don't have access to education, they don't have access to even online and internet, and I think I will talk about that in a minute. So I completely acknowledge that, but I'm not in that situation, and I'm in a happy marriage, And I wanted to acknowledge that we absolutely need men and men to be educated as well to help women to advance in their roles in the society. And one of the things I can also mention on that is, for example, take Iran, which is horrendous, horrendous uh, system that uh, does not allow uh, women to really flourish and you know, just really taking all these laws into extremes and punishing even with deaf women 
who are uh, rebelling against this because they know that it's ridiculous and it doesn't allow them to thrive in the society. And there are men and women fighting side by side. It's not only women there, which is amazing, right? Because we need men, we need boyfriends and we need everyone to help us to where we want to be in our life. Yes, we can do it alone, but it's a lonely journey and it's going to take far more longer if we're doing this on our own. And we pretty much have to do that in the workplaces too, right? Because especially in the workplaces which are traditionally men-oriented, so all the engineering ones, and I've been always working in an engineering company and I've always been a minority. Sometimes I was in a meeting on my own as a woman, no men, right? In the recent team award, I think I was the only woman in the men, in the team of, I don't know, 20 men, right? And and I think it's, it's interesting because, you know, we're trying to change some of those workplaces and closing the gaps, right? Uh, and, and helping the gender diversity and, and closing the gender gap in, in all of the different things. Um, but I will tell you that I think we are taking the wrong end of the stick. So I want to talk about that. So First of all, what is the United Nations International Women's Day theme for this year? So this is innovation and technology. So advancing women basically in technology. There is a massive gap, apparently, uh, with women not, you know, you just have a very, very small percentage of jobs in technology. And it's not in Western world, just wanted to tell you, because we have access here, massive, right? I can take and take a course in computing tomorrow <clears throat> if I wanted and become a software engineer after whatever, when I get the qualification, if this is what I want to do. But it's not granted to women in the poorer countries where they don't even have internet. So I think this is all about that to increase accessibility because that will help, first of all, education and second of all, you know, possibilities and opportunities. So what we take for granted in some of the other countries is not there. So it's not about Western countries where I believe the access is there. It's about other countries. I think our Western countries are, are struggling with a different kind of thing, right? So first of all, and obviously that UN, United Nations theme has been adopted by all of the other women organizations. It's the World Bank. Um, there is the International Women's Day website. They have that. And, uh, and, and basically it has been um, everywhere on that. Now, I wanted to talk about why successful women collaborate with men. Because, as I say, we are suffering from the crisis of the what is the modern man role in the society. And because we need men to step up into some other roles so that women don't have to be there. Okay, so what I mean by that. First of all, um, when you think about women, there are a lot of women in healthcare um, jobs and social care jobs and um, education. Why? Why, why is that? Because women have this natural compassion and they take their fulfillment from helping others, right? Also, when we think traditionally, healthcare and education allow women to have more balance in their life because they have 
like time off yeah during holidays maybe in healthcare less so right but still they can probably organize the shifts and whatever around childcare right whereas that's what why they sometimes do it whereas men don't do it but we want men to step in to this childcare roles not only in education and just having a job but in the households right therefore the pay in um the pay in uh, education and uh healthcare sector and social care has to be bigger right so that it attracts more men but also gives women possibilities to hire the childcare if they want to and also give them a kind of fulfillment on that they don't have to struggle with money where they put all the hearts out in those uh, institutions right so very important thing but that is absent from the agenda and i want to understand and i want to get, and, and i was watching actually that was on the youtube and i will leave the link in there it is about how you know we have this crisis of the men role because when we think about where the workplace is going to be created there will be in healthcare there will be in education and there will be in social care who's going to fill in those positions because they won't be in technology i can guarantee you that because technology it's meant to be efficient it's not meant to have massive teams and there is a lot of things like ai who can sort out for you i guess now and it's getting very very clever we're not going to have massive employment in technology and it's the same with engineering and one of the things i'm going to talk about uh, is obviously uk government invest a lot of money into stem or attracting more women into stem but the question is why we want why they don't want to go there because it's not about education like it's hard you can learn if you want to it's just because it's not very natural for women to sit 8 and 10 hours in front of the computer and crunching some numbers right and some women will do that um but a lot of women don't want that and i have examples in my own family so they say monica i can't imagine myself sitting in front of a computer as you whereas they are in the healthcare and they are busy on their feet all the time and they like it they can't imagine themselves sitting in front of a computer all the time and they like providing the care to others right and they just want to be paid better and they have to have better conditions working conditions right so i think we we're missing the why we have so many women in coaching we have far more women in coaching than we have in uh, in other big professions and health coaching is very much so occupied by women because we love giving and we see the opportunity also to earn better money why a lot of doctors are going into health coaching especially females because a uh, they want to have a flexibility of working from home they want to be better in helping um when uh, helping people basically with more kind of habit change and mindset change ways because i had a lot of um doctors interested in health coaching um and and doing that kind of job giving them a little bit more flexibility um but they don't really complain about the pay right they they complain about the hours they complain sometimes working conditions and they want to have this flexibility of working from home and really making the impact in people's lives 
they they make that impact already they just don't know it and of course maybe not don't worry they don't realize fully realize that plus in nhs you know you can have 10 people who absolutely don't care and they want to appeal and maybe a few few people who want to actually work on their health and this is a bit of um, disappointing but that's the way it is right hey so what i'm saying is i think this this kind of the women's day should be really looking at how women collaborate with men how we can attract men to more social care health care and education i would love to have more male teachers right women especially and men have to have good role models but they don't necessarily have that right and if they come into those places then women can free themselves and go to other where they are maybe seen traditionally by men the thing is also what is happening that when women are very much so occupying certain positions and job roles and industries even, uh, men withdraw. Like they, they say, well, it's a women thing to do and I don't want to do it. Although some of them could have been fantastic teachers and absolutely amazing nurses and carers, right? But they don't necessarily, well, it's not even about the pay, right? It's about... Sometimes, well, I don't want it because it doesn't have a good image, right? It's not a man. It's not a man's job, right? And and it's the same like you know, dancing and singing is not for men, but um, football is for men, right? And it, it, this is so stereotypical, and we have to finish with that because it's not true. And we know that football can be played by women in a very good style, and women. And we shouldn't be saying that this is for women, this is for men. This is for everybody who has skills and uh, or want to have skills and want to learn and want to work hard because it just becomes really ridiculous. And I want, for example, my daughter to learn skills like building furniture from Ikea or building things in with the screwdriver and all of the things in the garden it's not a man job only, right? And we have a lot of examples of women who can do that, right? But my parents and my dad never taught me. He was an electrical engineer and I would love him to teach me how to repair a circuit, how to repair an electrical cable, how to repair this and that. And it's not about that, I will come, daddy, can you teach me? It's other way around. Let me show you, right? And I've realized later in life that I'm a very practical person. I have to go and see and touch and do. This is when it makes sense for me, right? That's why I love cooking. I love practical things because for me, sitting in front of the computer is wonderful. But if I do it, you know, all the time, every day, it really is difficult, right? For me, I love practical approach very much so. So really, it's a bit of like this international women's. Let's celebrate our men as well. Let's tell them how useful they are. Let's put the ego aside and competition aside. And if you have a man in your life, tell him how, how much you value him, you know, how much you love him and how much you appreciate him spending the time with children and showing them skills which may you may not have we need them to show appreciate the contribution they make and because they feel valued they will put even more effort so we can have more time for ourselves so that we can uh, pursue our dreams as well but if we 
make it about the competition, uh, it, it's very hard, right? It, it really is hard. Okay, so I'll leave it at that. Um, this is my kind of, um, yeah, hopefully some, just a bit of the awareness around um, International Women's Day and how, you know, the successful collaboration with men, it really is important. And I can see it in my organization. It, for sure, it is happening. But let's talk about STEM subjects, um, because I think this is something that I've started when I've started career here in UK, which was a longer time ago now, I don't know, 17 or 18 years ago. I think at that even point, we, we were talking about STEM. And I think UK government and companies have spent millions and millions and millions of pounds trying to attracting the females into um, into the profession of engineering. But I don't think it's fully working. I mean, it is possible for women, but for some reason it doesn't attract massive amounts of women, but not only women. So let's talk about with my guest. Okay, so I have a special guest today and it is my daughter, Amelia. So Amelia, how old are you? I'm 13. Okay, so I'm recording this podcast for uh, International Women's Day and I was looking at the um, kind of the thing about STEM and how UK government invests so much money in um, I guess changing the STEM and the image of it so that attract more women actually that was about women but I know that you have done a project recently can you tell us what was the project about? Uh, it was about um, STEM interests and whether it's decreasing in the UK in secondary schools. Yeah and uh, what did you find out who it was not only about women right it was about men too right? Uh, just uh, secondary school students in general. Ah, secondary school in general. Okay, so what did you find out? Um, I found out that um, the main reason why STEM interest is decreasing is because of negative stereotypes portrayed by the media. I mean, that can sort of link into women as well because maybe women are portrayed as more bossy if they're interested in STEM and such. Okay, that really is interesting because I think overall in society, the image is that women don't want to go to, um, I don't know, engineering industry or being more interested in STEM. Do you think that STEM subjects are more difficult? Uh, I guess that's subjective, but I mean, I think if someone's really interested, then they'll be able to take like the challenges they have to, to get to their goal. Okay, because you also selected some triple science. How do you feel about that? Uh, well, I'm interested in science, so that's why I chose triple science. <laughs> okay, brilliant. Is do you have in mind what would you what would you like to do in the future? Um, something to do with astronomy or the other direction for like neuroscience. On neuroscience, yeah. okay, brilliant. Thank you very much. Okay, so that's it for today. I'm very grateful that I managed to convince my daughter to even record a small piece. And if you don't know what STEM is, because I'm talking about it all the time, it's science, technology, engineering and mathematics. So very heavy um, subjects. And to be honest, when I was growing up, they 
they even were not that popular, popular, right? So it takes um, for people to, first of all, believe that they can do it even and be interested, right? And um, and also not considering that, yes, it's hard, difficult, but yes, it's a lot of studying when it comes to science. But then, therefore, you know, being interested in it will make it a little bit easier, right? I'm interested. I want to know. I want to learn. Okay, so I'm finishing, but I would love to know your opinion. What is the opinion? Do we need collab to collaborate with men? Do we need that for our own success? How is it? please do leave me comments, subscribe to this podcast so more people can read, um, can listen to it. And I'm very, and I value varied opinions. So uh, as long as you stay respectful uh, and you can absolutely disagree with me, but I'm very much so uh, wanting to know what you think. And I'm wishing you all the best on today. And um, yeah, and enjoy it in whatever way it is for you uh, the most appropriate. Take care and all the best.